0: Black preachers who are are racist in their hearts, Uh, they are are not called by God, but they are called by their mama. The
1: Jesse Lee Peterson Show is the only program in existence
0: which deals straight up with black Americans. So-called civil rights leaders want them angry, dumbed down, and demoralized. It's not the leaders that blacks need, but good fathers and mothers. Welcome to the show. My name is Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for tuning in. My guest today is Pastor Janet Hernandez and uh, Associate Pastor Alicia Hernandez, her husband. And they are with um, Ministries of Faith World Outreach Church. Mm -hmm. And Odessa? uh, Odessa. You know, I'm confused with Odessa and Midland because they're so close together. Uh, and, uh, but I appreciate you coming on.
1: Thank you. I
0: received a letter from you, I think,
1: mm-hmm. that
0: you really liked what I was doing yes. here. Yes. And uh, so, thank you for coming. Um, I want to, because of time, we're going to move kind of fast. Okay. Uh, how did you become a minister or a pastor?
1: Well, I was a uh, Catholic all my life, and then I got born again. And I had a supernatural encounter with God, and He called me to preach. And I said, you're crazy, women don't preach. (laughs) So, uh, but I found out they do. Uh, And so uh, that's how I started. And I had a vision of uh, having a church. And I went and opened a building and started the church.
0: And was it difficult as a woman? Are you kidding? uh, (laughs) What were some of the difficulties?
1: I mean, they've written articles about me. They've done everything in their power to get me to leave. They've called me a cult. I mean, you can't imagine. And, uh, but I'm here to stay, and the devil can leave. Because right. I'm not going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why, why do they call you a cult?
1: I don't know. Uh, you know, it's, it's just, uh, I preach nothing but the Bible. Right. I had to even confront a pastor one time, and uh, because he was, you know, calling me a cult. And I went to his church, and I said, if I'm a cult, prove it. And I handed him my bylaws, and he said, oh, Jeanette, I didn't call you that, you know. And uh, so.
0: Um, does it say anywhere in the bible that women are called to be pastors
1: it doesn't uh, because say i've that. been
0: dealing with these issues too and sure i can't find it in the bible where women are called to be pastors mm-hmm. and ministers and well third
1: john was a pastor uh they call her the lady elect she was a pastor
0: third john uh-huh i've never heard of her yeah third John. is she in the bible or yeah and in in which bible it's
1: third john in the bible king oh, yeah. james yeah I've never heard of that. Yeah.
0: And she would call my She God was a to pastor,
1: because pastors set in doctrine, mm-hmm. they judge doctrine, and she did all that. And she had her children. And uh, so she was a pastor.
0: Um, do you do you believe in that order of God and Christ? Uh, Christ and man, man over woman and woman over children?
1: Uh do you I believe that
0: spiritual order.
1: Uh, I believe that God's the head of the local church. And that he can call whoever he pleases. There's neither male nor female, the Bible says, in Galatians chapter 3.28. So uh, you can't uh, tell God who he's going to choose. He used Deborah. He used all sorts of uh, women in the Bible. And he said, in the last days, women would prophesy and preach.
0: Have you felt like giving up at any time because of the pressure?
1: (laughs) Are you kidding? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, But I'm not a quitter quitters don't win right. and winners don't quit so I'm not a quitter
0: but there were moments or oh, there have Lord, been moments yes. when you felt like you know what absolutely what am I doing? and, and yeah. what keeps you going uh, the you, call the call
1: mm-hmm. I can't get away from that supernatural call when my ceiling opened up and Jesus appeared to me and he told me I've called you to preach the gospel I've called you from serving idols to serve the living and the true God and he said and there'll be much contention with you preaching and that's been a true word.
0: Yeah, it has been a lot, huh? Yeah. Um, I know that you're married. Yes. And I'll be talking to your husband in a minute. Is that difficult being the head of the church and having a husband too?
1: Not with this man.
0: Not with this one?
1: He's wonderful.
0: Have yeah. you, were you married before? Yes. You were yes, married I before? Yes, I mm-hmm. And uh, he couldn't accept it? No. And what, what was his problem with it? Pride. It, and uh, I mean, what would he say that the problem was?
1: Oh, he didn't say anything. He just didn't act very nice. You know? <laughs> but uh, this man's wonderful. He's he's so receptive and, and uh, he believes God calls who he pleases. Right. And uh, he's so. In fact, he didn't want to say anything. I'm the one that brought him. <laughs> he's the love of my life outside Jesus.
0: What would uh, so does he uh, does he obey you or you obey him
1: in the pulpit? I'm the head of the church. Your head. Uh-huh. When I get home, he's the head. Oh, okay. You have to change roles and change hats.
0: Is that hard to do? No. It's not hard to
1: do? Not when both of you are submittive and, and love each other like we do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Alicia, you are the associate pastor yes, of sir. your wife's church. Yes, sir. And how did that happen?
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> well, I, came in, I came into the church and I was a member, uh, just a regular member. And then, um, you know, circumstance situations occurred and I ended up marrying the pastor. Wow, and, uh, that must be interesting. It was, it was a whirlwind courtship. I mean, it, it, and the whole church was was in agreement with it, and uh, and that's how it happened. And uh, you know, when I when I married her, you know, we had a, a discussion. And when I married her, I married the ministry also. Yes, amen. And I don't have any problem with that. I don't have you know. There's some men that will have problems being working under a woman boss or even a woman pastor. Yes. I don't have a problem with that. God calls who He chooses, and
0: so you were a member at first, yes, sir. And so you're sitting there, and what made you realize that I, I like Pastor Jeanette? I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, you're sitting you, there one day, and what happened?
2: Yeah, I was. Uh, she she likes to call me an old-made school teacher because that's, that's what I was. I was a bachelor uh-huh. I was in, in my late 30s, you know, and um, it, you know, it was just kind of like love at first sight, you know, not, not when she was married, but, you know, after the, the situation, the events that occurred, I mean, it just, it just happened. I mean, in so
0: After she was divorced. Yeah. The love light like, came on. And you're like, wow, I love the pastor. Were you scared? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how do you approach a pastor to say, I want to go uh, out with you? It's not him, easy.
2: Right? <laughs> it's not easy, let me tell you. But it was it, it was like God had to be in it. I mean, yeah. there it was nothing other than that. It was God, you know. And and when God puts a blessing on, on something and he gives it his okay, his sample of approval.
0: Were you surprised that you fell in love with him? I mean, she was married first, right? So you, I'm sure you didn't
2: imagine that one day mm. you would be...
0: No. Married to uh, Pastor None at all. So were you surprised? I mean, tell me how that happened. Though. I mean, how did, how did I don't, it I just, can't imagine how it happened.
2: Uh, it's, I, 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 you can't explain it in words. It's just like. You know, are you like walking you, down the road yeah. one day? Or you come to church one day and you I realize. Would, well, you know, I, I was invited to the church when I, by somebody else that right. used to be a member there. And, uh, and when I came in, that was, I knew it was home because the preaching was hot and heavy, and, right. and, and I mean, she, she doesn't preach anything outside of the Word of God, and it's truth. And, and there were times when, when, as a congregational member, I left uh, the service madder than fire, <laughs> but you know, you, you can get mad Why and glad they in they the same breeches because, because I was a, a new baby born Christian, and, and uh, some of it was new to me. You know, I, I, I was learning to be discipled and be disciplined, in the Word of God, and, and so, you know, um, I wasn't in an organized religion for about ten years oh, prior okay. to getting born again. But I'm glad I, I went that route because I didn't have to get rid of any of, of the old preconceived ideas. Right. You know, when, whenever I got born again, I took the Word of God for what it was and what it was the way it was being taught to me, and there was no question. You know about what God wanted to do.
0: What's different in uh, Pastor uh, Jeanette's teaching than the other preachers? I mean, what is? I'm not at your church, but if I wanted to come, what would I, what would I uh, what would I see? Well, I mean, what's uh,
2: happening? we we could say that when she preaches the word and delivers the word, the ball's in your court. You have to make a decision. I mean, if you want to come to a church where, as we like to say, the rubber meets the road, this is the church you want to come to because. Once the word is delivered, I mean, and everything is presented according to the word of God, then uh, it's your choice.
0: Does she expect you to live that way too? She expects absolutely. you to live that expect that. A yeah, lot absolutely. of preachers don't expect people mm-hmm. to live right. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at a lot of the black preachers, and I, and I, I believe that most of the black preachers are not called by God. <laughs> about a mama. Uh-huh. And so they don't really expect you to live mm-hmm. what the Bible says. No, I expect you, you to. Yeah.
1: Because I live it. That's right. And if I have to, everybody else has to. Yeah.
0: Yes. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I want to move fast on this, but I want to go back to uh, you guys' meeting. Because okay. I'm sure people are going to want to know how did someone in the congregation you end up marrying the preacher, right? Uh-huh. So <laughs> So you're sitting it's in the I'm congregation realize. one day and you realize she has a divorce now. Did something say, I want to talk to her, or, I mean, what got you going? I think it was,
2: there was like a, a, a mutual attraction oh, okay. between the both of us after the situation occurred. So you had already, you noticed him, too? Well,
1: 25 years ago, I was driving down the road, and the Lord told me he was sending me to a dark-skinned nation that I couldn't speak their language. Mm-hmm. He was in my car, and I turned around, and I said, well, who's going to talk to him? He said, I'm sending someone to help you. And I always knew that there would be a Hispanic person in my life that I would, you know, be able to help in the ministry. So
0: you're not Hispanic?
1: No. Oh. But you thought I was, didn't you? I did, yeah. Everybody does. Are you
0: are you a white lady?
1: I really am Hispanic back for I found out just the other day that I had some Hispanic roots.
0: But normally you're just white person? Right.
1: Really? Irish and Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And I, were you surprised that you were attracted to a Hispanic person?
1: Yeah, I'd never dated one in my life. Yeah. And uh, But let me tell you, he's not telling the whole story.
0: Right, something's <laughs> missing.
1: <laughs> see, one night he came up and he says, he always asks God for a black-headed, blue-eyed woman. Oh, okay. yeah, that's true. What you see is what you get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, he walked up to me and he said, Pastor, uh, do you wear contacts? And I thought, well, that's really none of his business, <laughs> you know. And I said, no, I don't. He said... Oh, okay. So he turned and walked off, and uh, he knew. He knew.
0: Oh, so he approached you first, uh-huh. and that was the f- first way that he approached you by right. asking about your eyes. Right. Really, and then he came back the next day and said, "What?"
1: Well, we kind of started uh, talking and stuff, and yeah. and uh, it we was said, just love at first sight. You know, yeah. We felt like the we church. we've known each other all life. We felt right.
0: like so we were you a little nervous that. Uh, one of the members of the church who approached you like that and maybe caused a lot of confusion in church or something?
1: I didn't even think about it.
0: You didn't think about it? It was really
1: weird because when I got out of the marriage, I got out of it, was a very violent, ugly marriage. And I said, I would never marry again, ever. Uh, you know how you are, you yeah. know? Who wants a nursing man? And then when I met him, it just, everything left. I mean, it was just like, it, I knew that I knew that I knew.
0: And so, so I'm sorry. You're sitting there one day, and you realize I asked God for a blue-eyed, black-haired woman, and and then God said, "Well, this is the one for you."
2: He didn't He didn't say that to me, but I mean, when it's standing right in front of you, and and she's preaching the gospel, I mean. And know, so
0: you decided, well, I'm gonna go and talk to her, let her know yeah, how I feel. And,
2: and I mean, in our ministry, you know, we fellowship together. We're a family. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. Mm-hmm. We consider all our members to be family, and and there's a lot of fellowship that goes on, you know. And uh, she's very, you know, unlike some pastors who, don't want to have anything to do with their congregation right, after the live. She's not like that. Oh, I see. She so brings, she brings them home and everything. Yeah, it's,
0: it's easy to talk to her. And you said, Pastor, I love you, and I
1: want to hook up. See, he's asking us this because he's not married. <laughs> right. I'm
2: just trying to figure out how it works. Yeah, i will be scared. I think. It was so almost like we knew each other. I mean, she she mentioned that a little while ago. It was. It, easy. it was. It was easy. Oh, okay. There wasn't this. Uh, it wasn't this time to get to know each other. It's like we had known each other oh all our lives. Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I- I've uh,
0: heard a relationship like that. Mm-hmm. People meet and right away they know that yeah. this is the one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How long was it before you said, I want to marry you"? marry
2: you? It proposed in. He proposed
1: in my office.
2: Yeah. I
1: think
0: was it, it was like yes. a year later, a no, day later? No. It,
2: our, our courtship and everything took about, what, six months? Six months, oh, okay. six months
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. And you said, I want to marry you. And were you, you said yes right away?
1: Of course.
0: Were you nervous at all? Uh-uh. Not at all? No, not at all. And did you consider what maybe this will cause? Oh, you said no, you didn't think I about I didn't care what, what the world is.
1: thought. I've never cared what they thought.
0: How did your church react to you? They loved us.
1: Everybody they thought had it no was God. no problem with it. No, everyone oh, okay. thought it was God.
2: So is she easy to deal with? Is she easy to deal yeah. with? <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you have to have an understanding that God told me that it's my job to study the prophets. And and that's that's what that's what our relationship is based on, that we both love God, that we're both in the ministry, and my job is to steady her. So whatever she does, um you know, my job is to encourage her, my job is, is to keep her going, my job if she she needs, you know, anything oh, she needs, I take care of that. Are you it,
0: concerned about what other men think about you sitting under your wife? Like, like I that?
2: said, if she doesn't care what, what the world thinks about her I don't care what they have to Everybody, say. You know. and my my responsibilities to her and God. And, you know, we have had a lot of comments because we visited other ministries and, right. and they've said, you know, I've, I've actually stood there while she's ministered and held her a cup of water while she ministered. And whatever she comes by, she gets. And, and they, why are men so surprised? I mean, that's, that's the way God intended it that you should treat your wife. She's a ministry gift. Right. I mean, she, she need, needs to be treated with honor and respect. And I mean, like she says, when she gets in that pulpit, you know, she's not a man, she's not a woman, she's God's ministry gift. And, and to well, me, that's, that's the way I look at it.
0: I'm going to move on to something else, but I have to say, I, personally, I respect you for yes. being able to do that. Amen. you. You know, because I don't know, I don't even know if I can do it, to be honest no. with you.
1: He's you know, a very know. humble, sweet man.
0: He has to be. Uh-huh. And yeah.
1: he's one of the first gentlemen I've ever met.
0: Does he ever yell at you like I told you to Yo, cook dinner
1: never, and you didn't never. cook dinner?
0: Do you cook never. dinner?
1: Do oh, you cook at oh,
2: home, us.: Oh, yeah. she's a great cook. Oh yeah,
0: sir. That's how like, you know, like, Now she's home. She's wife. You're she's wife, she's not pastor. She's never, wife. never. No, do we do She
2: shifts gears pretty good. Oh, she's she does. Like, she does. not Oh, okay. It's that we don't well, have to helps. have a discussion about that. Yeah, that that really that helps. helps. I
1: can't wait to get home to him. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's sweet. He's good. See, all a woman wants is love and compassion. They do. You know, That's but right. this dominating dictator, right. they're not going to submit to that.
0: Right. And they See? shouldn't. No. No. They and if not.
1: they'll, if a man is sweet, they'll have a woman eating out of their hands.
0: Um, I want to talk about, did you vote this past election? Yes. Did absolutely. you vote for President Bush or John absolutely. Kerry? President Bush. Are you surprised at the uh, people who voted, the Christian people who voted mm. for John Kerry? Are, is it possible? Am I surprised? Yeah. Of
1: course I am.
0: It, and why are you surprised?
1: Well, uh, I just think they're idiots. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I hate to be so blunt, but I mean that's the truth. Yeah. I mean, when they know that people support abortion, yeah. they support homosexuality, yeah. uh, and they're Christians.
0: Yes.
1: I don't support that.
0: I can't see how they can do it. I don't know that's how right. you can believe in God. Right and and, and vote for a platform that is anti God.
1: Absolutely, I can't either.
0: So how do they do it? I mean, what?
1: Evidently, they're either ignorant of the fact, or and I don't think that's so because there's too much publicity and uh, you know information out now. So uh, I think they just uh, vote because that on that candidate or that platform because that's what they've been taught. The Democrats are for the poor people. That's not true. No, it's
0: not true. It's
1: not true. Right. And that's what they've had instilled in their heart, and their mind all their lives. Yes. And it's hard to change. It's hard a- to change that. Huh? Yeah, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks.
0: Did you vote for President Bush? Yes, sir. You did? Yeah. Um, are you surprised that the Hispanic community, um, and I heard that it went up this time for yeah. President Bush, something like 40% voted for him. Mm-hmm. Are you surprised that the Hispanics who support the Democrats and say that they believe in God?
2: No, because I was raised Democrat. and. The the deal there is again that it's is drilled into them. It's a tradition that you're a Democrat, you're going to vote Democratic, and the whole family it's set, uh, is going to vote Democratic. But uh, you know, um, like I said, those are those are traditions, the family traditions, and everybody can kind of stick to them. But once you
0: were born again, yeah. God changes your nature. Right. Yeah, that's right, and yeah. so
2: your nature don't
0: identify with that. And right. so if you were born into the democratic yeah. family yeah right. it would seem to me that you can't help yourself mm-hmm. but vote for yeah. you
1: know. and,
2: and the thing about it the reason that you have people uh, vote the way they do is they have no discernment that, uh,
1: that's they, true. and
2: that's true. or if they do have any kind of discernment they're compromising mm-hmm. I mean yeah. who who you know God says there's six things that he hates or and one of them is the shedding of innocent blood that's right. abortion is the shedding of innocent blood Absolutely.
1: Killing and babies. and
2: I mean He's also very clear about homosexuality over in Romans. Mm -hmm. And uh, if if the Bible says it's wrong, then why don't we take God at at, at His Word and believe it's wrong? Then why would you support a candidate that encourages it? Do you try to
0: encourage the Hispanic community to change from that? Do you talk to them about
2: that? Yeah, in our church, we've visited with our our Mm -hmm. members and Uh so forth.
0: So you speak out from the pulpit about these yes, issues?
1: Yes, I write articles I have for 20 years in Odessa, huge page articles. Oh, okay. And uh, so they'll never look at me and say you didn't tell me.
0: That's right. Because I have. And do you get a lot of slack from the community about speaking no, on these issues? I
1: really haven't had hardly any until this past year and everybody loved me. They love the truth. Right. People are really looking for the truth. They are. Absolutely. But you know, Jesse, we're living in a society Where tolerance is everything, you tolerate everything. That's right. I don't tolerate it if it's not in God's Word. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's sin. It's sin.
0: What caused you to be so firm and upfront about the truth? How did you become that way?
1: I guess just when I got born again. I mean, my whole life changed.
0: Were you different uh, about the truth? Did you have a different opinion about the truth before you were born again?
1: Well, sure. I, you know, like I said, I was raised Catholic. All my life, I'm a fourth-generation Catholic. Uh-huh. And I realized that everything I believed, uh, and I love the Catholics, and I'm trying to win them to Jesus, right. but everything I believed was wrong. Yeah. It wasn't in the Bible. There's no where you bow to Mary. You don't bow to idols. That's right. I mean, I was Absolutely. delivered from that. Yeah. And uh, I just, I'm just i adamant about what I believe. Because what, what people are going to hell.
0: You, what caused you to realize that it was wrong that you were wrong for believing the things that you believe. Reading the Bible. Oh, you find you started to read the Bible? Absolutely. Is that what changed your mind That's what things? changed
1: my whole life. Oh, The okay. Word of God. Yeah. Especially in Hebrews. Uh, the Bible says, It remaineth no more sacrifice for people. If people don't give their life to Jesus, He's coming soon, Jesse. It's getting late. The hour's late. Yeah. And if yeah. people don't get right, they're going to be left. And people don't want to talk about hell. There's a hell to shun and heaven to gain.
0: Do you believe that our battle is spiritual, that it's good versus evil instead of uh, physical?
1: Oh, it's yeah, it's a spiritual battle. Uh, the devil's trying to steal, kill, and destroy.
0: Can you recognize evil when you see it Absolutely. in other people?
1: Absolutely. And are you
0: able to point it out? Absolutely. Because I notice a lot of preachers won't point out evil. Oh. You know, they, they will say that a person is good, but they won't say that the person is evil when mm-hmm. they're evil. Have you mm-hmm. noticed that?
1: I preached a message yesterday. I'll just give you a little bit of my sermon. Uh, uh, it was about fools. A fool says there's no God. Yeah. You know, I ask him, are you a fool? A fool says there's no healing. A fool says there's no deliverance.
0: Uh, you're familiar with Jesse Jackson, right? You heard yes. of him. Good he needs a, to get saved. Good or evil, man? He
1: needs to get born again. He's evil.
0: Evil. Yeah, yeah He agree. needs to get born again. I agree. You know, what? time has gone by so fast, and uh, I want to keep you over for another another okay. Uh but I, I need you to give out your tell people how to get to your church or some okay. address and phone number Okay. so that we don't.
1: Uh, Ministries of Faith World Outreach is at 434 South Grandview and uh, you just go straight down Grandview under the underpass and uh, it's uh, right before you get to uh, what is Murphy. Murphy and so it's right on the right.
0: What time are your services?
1: We have a uh, government class at 9 And the main service starts at 1030.
0: Is there a phone number or something they can call? Mm -hmm. What direction? Mm -hmm. It's Um, 432-335-8363. Repeat that again a little slower.
1: Okay. (laughs) 432-335-8363.
0: I noticed that you wrote several books too. Yes. Can I I take a look there real fast? Sure, sure. And what's the name of the title there for the people?
1: America Must Repent, The Beginning of the End, and uh, has God lifted His cover off of America?
0: So they get these. Am I pointing at the right camera? They could get these from your church or yes. bookstores or
1: uh-huh. from our bookstore. From mm-hmm. your bookstore
0: at the right. church. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They could get copies. Sure. Oh, see there they are on TV.
1: They're so ten dollars they and uh, two dollars shipping and handling.
0: Oh, okay. What is salvation?
1: It's believing on Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and confessing Him as Lord and how, Savior.
0: How will a person know when they have been saved?
1: There you bear witness, he'll bear witness with your spirit that you're a child of God. Um, Has nothing to do with joining church. Has nothing to do with praying a rosary bead. Has nothing to do with bowing to idols. The Bible says you must be born again.
0: And what are, they, what are you saved from when you're saved?
1: You're saved from hell. From Maybe. hell? I found that I didn't want to go.
0: So is it um, like hell later or hell on earth?
1: No, it's hell later.
0: Hell later. Would you still have hell here on earth?
1: A lot you of say people do. No. Well, you know, there's problems and the situations, but we are we're made an overcomer through the blood of Jesus Christ.
0: Once you're born again and you now have the nature of God in mm-hmm. you, a new nature, mm-hmm. a new identity, can you still sin?
1: Of course. You can. Everybody misses it. They shouldn't, but they do. We're if, human.
0: But if God's nature is not a nature of sin, and mm-hmm. now you have a new nature, right? Meaning mm-hmm. that the old nature is gone. It's mm-hmm. no longer a part of your physical, mm-hmm. and you have a new nature which is not of sin. Mm-hmm. How can you still sin?
1: Well, it's flesh. Your flesh <laughs> wants to act up. That's what you have to kill, your flesh.
0: But do you give in to the flesh
1: now? Some people do. Yeah.
0: Do you sin, uh, Alicia?
2: Do I sin? <laughs> well, I think so. I think there's there, sometimes there's sins of omission. You what are your sins? What
0: kind of sin do you commit?
2: Um, well, sometimes, you know, we miss it. If we get in strife or we get angry in a situation, you know, God says, you know, God is the God of love. We're supposed to walk in, in the love right. of God and the peace of God.
0: And sometimes you get out of love, out of God's
2: it's, love? Oh, yeah. We're, no, we're no, human. No. We're not supposed to, but, you know, I mean. What,
0: what causes you to get out of his love at times?
2: I think uh, sometimes in, in dealing with, with this situations, sometimes in dealing with people, because uh, by profession, I'm a school teacher. Oh, yeah. You know, and I have to deal with teenagers, and sometimes, you know, it's not easy. I mean, even being a Christian, you have to, you, you you perfect, you're perfecting your love walk, but sometimes in dealing with them, sometimes you just want to pull their ears and send them there along their way, but <laughs> I mean, you so, can't help but but to deal with the situation. So that,
0: you know, other Christians can understand, you're saying that you sin by getting angry at people sometimes?
2: Getting in strife, yeah. strife. Yeah.
0: Is it hard to not do that? I mean
2: Oh yeah, it's it's very hard. You have to it, you gotta have to understand that getting in strife is, is really the flesh and you have to learn to put the flesh on it. You have to learn to perfect that love walk. Okay. And, and and
0: Well we're to we're out of time right now, we have about thirty seconds left, but when I come back, we'll come back next week. But we're gonna take tape today, but look like next week. Okay. I wanna pick up on how do you learn to do that. You know, okay. how do you uh, resist coming out of the nature of God, because I I can't understand how people can have a new nature and they go in and out of it, because I thought once you're born again, there's no way you can go out of it again, but I see a lot of Christians, but we're going to pick up on that next week, Uh, we'll go right into that so people can understand, I see a lot of Christians doing that, I need your help, I appreciate you tuning in, Uh, if you have any questions or comments about any of these shows, uh, feel free to email me, phone call me, write a letter. Or if you'd like to have a guest on, someone you'd like to see on this show, or you'd like to come on and talk to the guests I've had on, feel free to notify me so we can get you on the show. God bless you. See you next time. Welcome to the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you for tuning in. I do appreciate it. I am uh, doing a two-part series with Pastor Jeanette Hernandez and her husband, Alicio Hernandez, and he's also the associate pastor of Ministries of Faith World Outreach Church in Midland, Odessa, Texas. Thank you, guys, for staying overnight. I appreciate it. That's why we had the same clothes on. <laughs> you know what? Tell tell the audience the story about the young lady in your church that was had was pronounced dead. Okay. You pray for her, and she's doing well now.
1: Okay, uh, I had led her to Jesus eighteen years ago, and uh, she had left and and you know moved off. But my son's married to her sister, and so uh, one morning my son calls me. And he's living for Jesus in Jesus' name. He's really turned his life back to God recently. Oh, okay. And so um, he calls, Mother, 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 830 in the morning, you know. Are you going to let Terry go to hell? And I said, I don't even know what you're talking about because he's real bold like I am. Oh, okay. Truth, truth with him. And uh, so I said, Honey, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, she took an overdose, and she's in the hospital, and they said she's dying. So I said, Well, I have a responsibility to the church first, but after the church, I'll go and we'll pray for her so after service we did we went to the hospital and prayed for her and when i went in the doctor said we're just keeping her alive she's not breathing on her own he said as far as i'm concerned she's dead hmm. now that's what he told me and uh he said and of course he was a muslim okay. and i said oh is that right and he said uh, uh you know prophets raise the dead and i said is that so i said well and he said there's no prophets alive today and i said well she will live and not die and uh, so well, well, you know. So I talked to him for forty-five minutes about God, and uh, but then we went every day. I anointed her with oil, and I spoke the life of God's word over You will live and not die. Hmm. And uh, the third day, the Lord told me she'd wake up, and she did. And then in the hospital, oh, she woke her.
0: up the third day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh huh.
1: And then I got her saved. She got back to God and filled with the Holy Ghost, and now she's in church. She's one of our ushers. Her and her husband. And they're expecting a beautiful baby.
0: That's amazing. Glory to God. It is. Were there a time between the first day and the third day that you thought, you know what, I'm wasting my time and she's no. gone? You never had doubt? No,
1: never, never had doubt. No, because the Bible says, when we believe we receive, we shall have it.
0: That's right. That's right. And, uh,
1: so I believed it.
0: That's amazing. Amen. So you, um, you believe in laying uh, hands on people Absolutely. and and oh, in praying for
1: them? Yeah, we've had lots of miracles in our church. Just mighty miracles, I mean, uh, suicide totally healed, Uh, you know, alcoholics totally delivered, instantly, with no withdrawals, nothing. And uh, just, it's the power of faith, it's the power of the Word of God. What do you
0: do differently from other churches, you think, other Baptists or non-denominational church? How is your ministry different?
1: Wow, that's a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I preach the truth.
0: But most the of them feel like works. they're preaching the truth, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: They, 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 well, they, my Bible says if you have fully preached the gospel, fully preached it, signs, wonders, and miracles will accompany it. And if they're not getting the results that I'm getting, then they're not fully preaching the gospel.
0: I see. Um, I, I notice on the, uh, on TV, I see a lot of ministers uh, laying hands on thousands of people. You know mm-hmm. you know how you turn it on, you see mm-hmm. big crowds of people, mm-hmm. and the people are... You know, acting like they're being healed. although those, if that's what you're doing? That kind of stuff? Or? No.
1: Well, some of them are healed. Some of them aren't. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, I know people get healed by laying on of hands. And we've had it happen.
0: When you see it but on TV, do you believe that's real or are the oh, people yeah. are acting mm-hmm. it
1: out? Yes. Most of the time you tell the difference. How, of course, how would, I have discernment.
0: Uh, I am going to ask, how would one know w- when they see it on TV if it's real or not?
1: You have to have discernment. See, oh, that's God. one of the end time things that people have got to have. There's so much deception. One of the major spirits in the end time is deception.
0: Right. That's and right. Uh,
1: people are being seduced. They're being deceived all the time. And uh, that only comes through living a pure, holy, righteous life. Yeah. And living in the Word.
0: I notice that some people, like in a crowd, you know, and they come up to be healed, mm-hmm. but they're really not healed, but they're embarrassed to act like they're not so they kind of fake it Mm -hmm. and as soon as they leave the church you know they're back in pain or Mm -hmm. the pain is there again Mm -hmm. um um, what should people do when they find themselves in a situation where the preacher lay hand on them but they don't feel healed you know Mm -hmm. they're not healed
1: well i'm I'm a faith preacher and i teach faith and the minute hands are laid on you you should receive
0: and if they don't receive, if what they don't, they do? it's their fault. They shouldn't fake it, though, right? No, yeah, don't. Because fake
1: it. God is there to heal that's right. and deliver. And if Jesus and the Word of God said He healed them all, that's what He meant. Yeah. But they have their responsibility. They have their part to play. I can only pray. It's up to them to receive. Right. And if they don't receive, then that's their, you know.
0: You get. It sounds like you get a lot of people coming <clears throat> into your church that's been on drugs or, mm-hmm. you know, they really have a lot of personal problems.
1: Mm-hmm. I've led a lot of mafia to the Lord. In
0: really? fact,
1: I led John Gotti to the Lord.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Uh huh. And he got saved. He even said it on 60 Minutes that uh, a preacher from Texas, a woman preacher, <coughs> excuse me, led him to the Lord, and I was it. I prayed funny. for him. <coughs> excuse me. I would prayed for him since 1988, and uh, I finally got to lead him to Jesus.
0: Uh, you have you ever been on drugs or anything? No. No drugs? No drugs. No alcohol?
2: No. I socially drank before I got born again. Right. That's been.
0: So you grew up with a pretty good life?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, no gangs or anything like that? No gangs. Were you raised
2: by both parents? Actually, I was raised by my, my grandparents. And
0: so I how ate. did you end up avoiding all that? You had a tough grandmother or something? Tough <laughs> grandfather.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, oh, yeah, both grandparents. Yeah, uh. the grandfather was, he was a tough one. He was he the was one that believed that if he didn't work, you didn't eat. Oh, good. And, yeah, that's uh, a good very, very moral, you know, he, he had outstanding morals and values. But, yes. And he didn't get born again until later on in his life. I mean, he was like in his 60s or 70s before he got born again.
0: What happened to your parents?
2: Um, they were there, they're, they're, I just, it was one of those situations where in my family we were having, my dad had asthma and emphysema, he was in and out of the hospital yeah. and then my mother was having heart problems and they had three kids and so they kind of reached an agreement that one of us had to go live with her grandma oh, and so right. I was the one that got shipped out and, and so I liked it over there. I kind of became pampered living right. with my yeah. grandparents. I know what you mean. Yeah. I was
0: yeah. raised by was my baby. grandmother, the same thing happened. Yeah. She babied me all my life. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Do you have any children on
2: your own? No, we have, we have two sons, and yeah, and yeah they, they're they growing up, and they have their own children. We have grandchildren. Yeah. And, uh, Are
0: you a tough
2: dad? Am I a tough dad? Yeah. He would have yeah, been,
0: I Yeah, I think I
2: would have been. Oh, they were yeah. already? Yeah. Um, yeah oh, already I see.
0: Now. Oh, OK. So, would you like to have children? You guys gonna have some children? I wanted to, to but he
1: said no. I no. didn't.
2: I told. I told Are her before we got married. I said I don't. I'm not <laughs> interested in having children. So,
0: what's the purpose of being married then? <laughs> purpose of being
2: married is to love my wife and, and 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 love God and do what God called us to do. I mean.
1: But is it,
0: I thought the purpose of being married was to have a family. I mean,
1: otherwise, mm. you don't need to be married. Oh we've got two sons. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> and lots of granddaughters spiritual
2: children you know because we (laughs) consider the people in our why you don't want children i just it wasn't we don't have time it wasn't it wasn't something that i desired you know i I mean it's just you know god has to put a desire in you to have family and and have children and if the desire is not there then and you know a lot it's a it's it's a shame that a lot of people end up having children and don't Don't take care of them don't take care of them because i see it every day you know in teaching kids a lot of those kids come from broken homes and where their parents don't care where they're at where they're spending the night what they're doing right, right i mean and that's that's wrong
0: i can't imagine i mean if I got married the only reason I would get married is to have children mm-hmm. otherwise i don't you know because I can Eat out if I'm hungry, or mm-hmm. I mean, wash my own clothes. I don't see a need to be married. <laughs>
1: Jesse,
0: <laughs>
1: that's terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I'm not, unless you just want some sex or something, because I'm not gonna have sex out of wedlock. Like right. yeah. Thank you. You know, I have peace in, inside Thank of you. myself, so I don't need the sex anymore to make me feel good. You mean we've so, got a
1: righteous preacher in front of us? Yeah, that's what My immediate. God, hallelujah.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't, you know.
1: they are few and far between.
0: Yeah, I don't see, once you're born again, I mean, prior to being born again, I needed sex and drugs and stuff mm-hmm. because I had something missing in me. Mm-hmm. But once you're born again, you're satisfied I don't have mm-hmm. that missing so I can do without the sex.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I don't, unless I wanted to have some children, I don't see mm-hmm. a reason to be married. Am I wrong about
1: that? Well, you'd have companionship and, you know,
0: but I don't ever feel like I'm lacking companions.
1: Well, then I wouldn't get married. Yeah. You know, unless God brought the Plus perfect one. That's it's so one. hard
0: being married. Though. Yeah. is it hard being married? Is it Not with married? us. No. No, it's, we it's, have us. a ball. You guys are about the
2: only one.
1: Oh, yeah. we have fun. Yeah. You know, you can be happy, happy and married, married at the same, same time. time. You can? Yes. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that.
2: <laughs> it's, I don't, it's fun. I mean, we, I, we, we don't understand why some of these people that are married, they look like they're carrying a, a one of those iron balls with them, you know. Like chain
1: I mean, ball. our marriage is so wonderful. When I get out of the car, we run and grab each other in the garage.
0: Really? It's awesome. How long have you been married again? Ten years. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I, can't I don't know anyone else that's happy being married. Are you serious? Yeah, because, you know, I do lots of counseling across the country. Uh-huh. And most of the time, the man can't deal with his wife. Mm-hmm. You know, she's hell to deal with. Oh, bro. And he's too weak to deal with her, and she hates him because he is weak. So they have a battle going on. Mm-hmm. And most people are not happy being married. Hmm. Oh, see, yeah. I,
2: that's kind of you know that's why I, I can understand how you you deal with people like that in council, but but I mean outside of us you know so that's, not, that's not that's not yeah and, in our know. church are they. Yeah, we set the example. Yeah. I mean, the
0: wives are not difficult to deal with in your church?
1: Well, They probably are, but their husbands slaps them around. No. <laughs>
0: they know how to deal with them. Huh? Yeah. So do you <laughs> tell the husband how to deal with wives? Oh, yeah. We have that. had
1: marriage seminars. Yeah. And, oh, okay. And yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Because most women are difficult to deal with. Isn't that
1: true? Yeah, uh,
0: like when that hell come out of them, you ready? Uh-huh. Most men are ready to take off.
1: Well, I have to be perfectly honest with you. Before I got born again, I didn't like women.
0: Yeah, and why not?
1: because they're deceitful, they're seducing, they're liars. And so that's what (laughs) made
0: it difficult for most men to deal with, you know, because when you first meet somebody, you know, everybody say like, oh God gave me this one, this is good, because Uh they lie to one another.
1: Right, right.
0: But as soon as you get married, all hell come out. Mm. And that's when the average man tend to take off. Mm -hmm. What should he do in that case? Well, see, they
1: need to quit playing games. Yeah. I mean, when we got together, he was real, and I'm real. Right. What you see is what you get. Most
2: don't be real with <laughs> each know. other when they're trying to get each other. Yeah. Oh, that's not the way. They're under married. the impression we'll I'll change them after we get married. And hey, you won't. You if, won't. If Never. You don't change them before you get married. You might as well forget so it. So, what you're should? Have,
0: what do you tell the men in your church to do when they wake up the next morning after the wedding day is over and realize they married the devil? What do you tell them to do? <laughs> Well, cause I they wake had, up I they think faced like, wow, that yet. Wow, this is not the same person I married. Uh-huh. What happened? What would you say to them in, in those cases? Well,
1: I really don't know. I haven't faced that yet, so <laughs> uh, I would have to tell them. I guess you better pray.
0: How about to the congregation THAT you ARE know? watching? There are people watching the show all around the world. Uh-huh. What would you say to those husbands that evidently wake...
1: they missed it? Yeah.
0: You know. What should they can't divorce or they yeah, shouldn't divorce? They shouldn't, what shouldn't divorce. Should they do they need cases? to go
1: get counseling from a pastor learned how to live with each other, 99% of all marriage trouble is caused by selfishness. I want that's my true. way, I want my way, and neither one of them will give. The marriage is a give and take proposition. It is. Mm-hmm. It's not 50-50, it's 100-100. And that's what we tell our couples. When you get married, it's forever.
0: That's right. You know, But most and, people don't. They don't go through the hell, you know, mm-hmm. because marriage is tough for a while and then you you mm-hmm. know, things will get better if you see it through. Mm-hmm. But most of them don't want to see it through. Jesse,
1: the main I believe that the main reason for that is selfishness. Yeah. People don't want to give. They want their way and they're gonna have it or else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't build any kind of relationship like that. A pastor in church or a marriage.
0: So you would suggest to the the audience that are watching and that are going through that, mm-hmm. they should learn to give and take Absolutely. to the husband and the wife.
1: They've got to if they're going to have a relationship. Um, it can't be one person's way all the time. See, we've never been like that. We Like he'll say, where do you want to eat, baby? Well, where do you want to eat? See, you've got to want to please the other one. Right. He always <laughs> wants to please me and I always want to please him.
0: What happens so, when you run into a disagreement, though? We Let's don't say he want, to have go to, he want to go to L... Or local or somewhere <laughs> and you want to go down to jimmy d's place
1: i'd give and so and, would he
0: and so you would just say okay honey we will do it your way yeah, tonight yeah
1: whatever and, you want Well, uh,
0: most people will not do that well they, they need not to going get right with god
1: then yeah. because love is the basis for a marriage and trust
0: would you suggest they did not have sex before marriage
1: uh, they shouldn't of yeah. course
0: Uh, We didn't. Why should they they wait until marriage? I
1: believe that causes a lot of uh, marriage problems lately, uh, afterwards, I mean. Uh, No, he was a virgin when we got married. Really? And uh, he told me that he would never have sex with anybody.
2: How did that happen? It's, I kind of made a decision (laughs) early on in my life that that's the way it was going to be. At what age? Probably when I was a teenager.
0: Any gorgeous. And you decided I'm not gonna have sex until marriage. <laughs> That's
2: right. Because I, to me, I was always, even though I was brought up in a denomination, you know, when you saw the promiscuity, you saw the people yeah. around you doing that. It, it was just something that was between me and God, and 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 I followed through on it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm a person that firmly believes that if if you if you're gonna do something, then do it. I mean, right. you know, and uh, it, it was something. It was kind of like an understanding between myself and God that hey, I'm not, I'm not sleeping with anybody until I'm married, you know. And then, then you get over into the other situation, you know, all the stuff that's going on, the sexually transmitted diseases, yeah. AIDS, and stuff yeah. like that.
0: Yeah. What, what? I mean. So you know. did you, uh, so when your friends would be talking about, you know, who they had sex with, yeah. you know how guys brag about that, did you pretend you were having it or did they know you were a virgin?
1: Tell the truth. They probably, funky. they probably, they, they they
2: probably were under the impression, and you know that. Did you get under impression? That you that, were doing yeah, it? Yeah, but I, I, you know, I just. You I, know. I didn't get an answer yet. <laughs> no, I, I probably. Um, not probably. Did you? Did you? <laughs> Tell the truth. No, I, I was, I was honest with people. I mean, you I was would going, say I,
0: I'm not into that. I'm, I'm not emerging. into
2: that. I, I mean, you know, that's not what I'm into. You know, so it's mm-hmm. like, you know, when. Um, you go through the process, you, you get an education, you focus on those things, and you don't have time for anything outside of that.
1: And
0: but for those young men right now who are trying to do it the right way, they're not having sex. Do they need to pretend that they are having it, or should they be upfront about it? I think they need to, They need to be upfront friends.
2: with people and, and, and let them know, hey, this is where I stand. You know, it takes a lot more courage to take a stand on, on right. an issue That's and right. say, hey, this is who I am, and I'm not, I'm not trying to pretend, I'm not trying to do anything. This is, you know, and I think it's more accepted now than it, than it used to be, you yeah. know, having yeah. to run it's around and hide. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So they shouldn't be ashamed about being
2: no, a virgin.
1: No, no. Oh, absolutely I, not.
2: I, she gets up and, and ministers and tells them, you know, I mean, shares our story and says, hey, you know, uh, he told me he wasn't going to sleep with me till I, I married him. And, and that's it. I told her that. I told her that when we first started going together. I said, hey, I'm not sleeping with you until we're married.
0: So was it hard? Do you like get the urge sometime and you fight it off or what?
2: This, just deal with it. It's your flush. I mean, do you,
0: you know, like when you're dated and you've been yeah. a virgin, do you like something, you know, how you had a romantic night? He you never like has him. been
1: with anybody but me. Yeah. I'm it.
0: You know, she's your first girlfriend? She's Absolutely. Yeah. Everything. everything. Absolutely. Where are you from? <laughs> are La you from Earth. from yeah. <laughs> your first everything. Everything. First girl First you kissed. First woman dated. he kissed and First woman you
2: kissed and God and,
0: could he kiss. He knew how to kiss. Yes. How'd you know how to kiss did He you said you know kiss I taught him, him how.
2: <laughs> What's that? Wow.
0: <laughs>
2: where, where were you born? You know, if you use your faith, God'll teach you everything. You won't have to you won't have to learn it from television, you won't have to learn it from the movies or, you knew how to kiss or reading pornography to kiss or anything like God, that. He I mean. Did. Yeah. I just say it came naturally, but she She doesn't believe me. I said, Well, then I guess you taught me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing, man. And that's encouraging. Isn't he awesome? Especially for society today because Mm -hmm. everybody and the mama are having sex. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, especially young people. They are taught in the schools to do it. You know, their friends, even the girls now are very aggressive about having sex. But there are young boys and girls who would prefer not to have sex, but they're embarrassed to let it be known that they're not yeah. having sex. That's why I want you to tell them
2: how to handle that. You, you, you can handle You can be really? straight up about it. And and I mean, I think more people will respect you for it. They will. For, for, right. for being honest with them. I mean, why do you want to be a copy of everybody else? I mean, right. you know, I mean, God didn't make you to that, to be a copy. He wanted you to be an original.
1: Yeah, we teach our people that. You do. Look at the hair. Yeah. I'm an original. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I mean, right. you know, I think everybody ought to be. Uh, I don't want to die a copy.
0: That's right. You know? Um, That's right. What, I know the audience, the audience will want to know, and if I'm rude for asking this question, I'm yeah. sorry, all right. Forgive me in advance. Is there like, what's the age difference between you guys?
1: You are rude and we won't answer you. you. won't
0: answer? <laughs> <laughs> because they're going to email me and ask me uh, what was the age difference. It's none of their business. And you won't say? No. And you won't no. say either? Uh, <laughs>
1: you better not. <laughs> you better not
0: say. Uh, okay. So you won't say? Mm-mm. You are older than him, though, right? I, I won't say. You won't say. <laughs> should Should men marry women that are older than them, or they? Not women that 20 are older? and 40. How much older?
1: You know, I think a few years is not bad.
0: What, like one, two, three,
1: yeah. four, five? Yeah, I think
2: within five years. Yes. Within five like years. You know, the, the thing it, about society yeah. is they generally accept uh, older men marry younger women, but right. they have a hard problem with younger men marrying older women. And why and, is that? And I, society has it ingrained. In.
1: Well they can't, yeah. a lot of the times they can't have children. Oh. If you marry woman. a 40-year-old woman who's already had her kids and you can't, have, she can't have more children, why would you ruin a young man's life right. and not let them have children? I don't understand. That's depriving them. It
0: is. Yes. I always thought the reason that it was like that is because man, it is man's responsibility to guide the woman and the children to be the head and to lead them. And women tend to mature faster than Mm -hmm, men. Right. And so if the man is, you know, anywhere between a year to 10 years older, he's a little more mature and then he can guide his family. I've always thought that's why there was an issue Mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. Because most of the time when a woman is older, the man tend to act boyish and the woman tend to become. Exactly. I wouldn't want to be married to my son. Become mama to him.
1: I mean, you know, yeah. I wouldn't want to and there's so, just too much age difference.
0: So it's not wise then to no, marry not. a woman older. No. because oh, okay.
1: that boy's gonna get to be thirty, thirty five and she's gonna be fifties and sixties and then what? Right. You know what I'm saying?
0: So you, do you feel like uh Alicia is able to guide you?
1: Oh yeah. Is
0: he mature?
1: He oh is he yes.
0: Ma- mature than you are?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so.
0: Are you? Mm.
1: Do you
2: think I think that? so. I think. Yeah. I think so. I think we're able to to make decisions and and I'm I'm able. I mean, the thing about it is not just my decisions and her decisions, when usually we make a decision, it's together. We discuss it, and, and we come to an agreement on, on the So mission. This
1: marriage is just from heaven. That's all I can say. Right. It's, it it's really, admirable. God put it yeah. together.
2: If someone
0: came into your office for counseling, premarital marital counseling, okay. and the woman was older, would you recommend them not getting married, or would you say?
1: Depending on how much the age is.
0: Once you talk to them and see what's going right. on, you determine right. that.
1: Yeah. Has to be led by God, led by the Spirit of God.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you are unique. I'm telling you, first of all, you're virgin. Mm-hmm. You never dated before. Now you made it through all that. That's yeah,
2: that's
0: different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely different. So, are you a holy man?
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah,
0: you are holy. Yeah. And what is the evidence of holiness that you are holy?
2: Well, the way the, the we don't preach anything. We don't do anything that we don't uh, live in front of our, our our congregation. Uh, and and the evidence of that is that, is the way I treat my wife. Uh, I have to be a man of. Prayer. I have to be a man who studies the Word. I mean, we don't just tell people this is what you need to do. You know, do as I say, and not as I do. You know, and that that goes on. in a lot of uh, a lot of churches today is that you know the reason they're having problems in, in congregations congregations because the pastors not living it. Right. You know? And uh, but it, you see an example. You take stands on issues, and and you say, hey, this is what I believe. This is what the Bible tells me because this is holy and righteous, and you should be like that. You should lead by example. I I firmly believe in that. Well, he's not stopping off
1: at the bar either on the way home. Right. Getting his social drink. That's right. There's some pastors that socially drink.
2: Yeah, I know. That's amazing to me.
1: They need to get saved.
0: Yeah. Um, Three minutes left (laughs) in the program. What is wrong with the black community that they can't seem to get over it?
1: Get over what?
0: over there complaining, oh. out of wedlock birth, gang mm-hmm. violence, hating the white man.
1: I think they're uh, not taught.
0: Listening to the so-called civil rights leaders. Why can't mm-hmm. black people get over that? I think black they're Americans. they're not taught the truth. They're not taught the truth. Because mm-hmm.
1: yeah. when they're taught the truth, they're immediately faced with the decision. That's right. You know, and decision brings change.
0: And why do you think that the truth is deliberately being kept away from them?
1: Tolerance. Just tolerate everything. Pat them on the back, you know.
0: And so do the people want them down and out? Is that why they won't tell the truth?
1: I don't want them down and out.
0: No, the ones that are not yeah. telling them the truth. I Isn't guess that so. that the reason for it? And the reason I'm asking is because yeah. a lot of black people don't realize what's happening
1: mm-hmm. to them. They need to know that they can come out. All things are possible to him that believeth. I don't care what your background, what your color that's what I teach our people. Yes. I don't care. You can come out of that situation right. through God and His Word. That's right. There's no poor people to God just because they're black. That's right. Uh, I mean, I don't care what color you are. I couldn't even talk when I got saved. Uh, I, you know, had very inferior, and uh, I'm not like that now. Right. Jesus set me free. Why
0: were you that way before
1: Him? Uh, probably the home life and bad home life.
0: Were you raised by your father and mother?
1: My mother died, and I was raised by a stepmother. Oh, and, uh, that
0: was rough, huh?
1: Oh, yeah. And uh, she hated me.
0: Oh, she did? Uh-huh.
1: And, uh, so, and I hated her and uh, until I got born again. And then I uh, had to love her and apologize and, and tell her I loved her, you know.
0: Your dad didn't try to protect you from her? No. Then why not?
1: No. He's uh, kind of complacent, you know. He likes Pete. He, he, you know, he don't want to, like most preachers. You don't want to ruffle the boat. Oh, okay. You know, I he, turn it upside down, throw him out. <laughs>
0: that's right. <laughs> you know? So he, he goes along <clears throat> to get along.
1: Yeah, right. Oh, and I, I don't.
0: Yeah, I either. want an answer. That's right. And that's the way it is. So you've always been a fighter, a tough.
1: Basically, Even in, I guess. in
0: your sinful days, you still was an outspoken, tough kind of person? No.
1: No, no. no not until I got missing. saved. Oh, I see. Not until I got and saved. And so
0: you finally realized you needed to forgive, mm-hmm. and that would help Absolutely. Absolutely. 30 seconds left. How can people get involved or get to your church? Address, At 434 phone
1: number, so. South Grandview in Odessa, Texas.
0: All right. a phone mm-hmm. number?
1: 335-8363.
0: I want to invite people to come to your church. Thank you know, you. I know you've invited me to come and speak there, so uh-huh. hopefully one day I, when I'm in town oh, I amen. can do that. I, I believe we'll receive. I've enjoyed talking to you guys. Well, thank you sure. so much for coming on. And thank you for tuning in, and, and uh, I'd love to hear from you. Thank you very much. Thank God you, bless you. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hi, my name is Jesse Lee Peterson, and I'm founder and president of Bond, the Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny. Our purpose is to rebuild the family by rebuilding the man. We are a nonprofit organization been around for almost 15 years now. We have a home for young men aged 13 to 25, helping them to overcome anger, uh, find jobs, finish school, start businesses and we have done it without the help of the government. I also host the Jesse Lee Peterson show right here on uh, Primetime Christian Broadcast, God's Learning Channel and I invite you to tune in and if you have any questions or information about uh, uh, ideas about the show give me a call my information is right there my website my phone number do not hesitate to give me a call again thank you so much for tuning in i appreciate your emails your letters and your phone call uh, in the past thank you so much and god bless you for an audio or video copy of this program please call or write the address on the screen please include the program number when ordering